at the end of the day, how do they become like you if you don't spend time to train them, if you don't have spent time to mentor them, if you don't spend time to coach them, if you don't spend time to understand their areas of strength and their areas of weakness. Hi, I'm Murtaz Versi, and this is Engage, Relate, Perform, the show that helps leaders and organizations drive long-term results by fostering relationships and enhancing engagement. If you're looking to seriously improve your team's performance while impacting lives and succeeding at driving long-term results, then this is the show for you. It doesn't matter that you already have that dream title or simply curious about how far you can challenge yourself. I'll be giving you practical tips, relevant commentary, and valuable insights about how you can engage and utilize relationships with talent, community, and other stakeholders around you to achieve the best results and help them stick long-term. Get all the latest information at mutazaversi.com forward slash pod. Once again, it's M-U-R-T-A-Z-A-V-E-R-S-I dot com forward slash pod. Skilled in travel, hotel, and hospitality, Lydia Django, an HR professional, cultivates leaders in organizations through mentoring, coaching, and counseling, with a special focus in training and talent retention. She is also a mother and founder of Ewoga Ministry, which is currently supporting 80 children between the age of 4 and 10 years in Tanzania. She sums up her experiences, centered efforts to hire, train, retain talents, and promote individual by stretching their capacities, hence increasing organizational success. Let's all give a warm welcome to Lydia Django. Really quickly, I want to give you an amazing opportunity to download my very free, very useful, very much for you, ebook titled Engage, Relate, Perform, 90 Days to Conscious Leadership and Performance Culture. It is a 90-day effective guide to get you inspired, for your leadership journey daily. These are practical tips you can follow every day to guarantee you give and you get the best out of the existing relationships for long-term results. As I say, it takes 90 days to create a lifestyle. That's what culture means, a way of life. So if you want to do the work, but still enjoy the journey and above all, look forward to it day by day, then go to mutazaversi.com forward slash pod and download your copy of Engage, Relate, Perform. 90 days to conscious leadership and sustainable performance. Lydia, Karibu to Engage, Relate, Perform. Thank you. Thank you, Versi. It's a pleasure. It's really, really a pleasure to be part of this. So at at this point, uh, we are familiar with the terms succession planning and empowerment. Today's guest will practically lay out what visible and vital steps we can take to impact individuals and organization performance. So Lydia, a lot of people think negatively or don't think or delay the thoughts of succession planning. How do we change the attitude and why is it necessary for performance? Wow, firstly, that took me way back to where I was and where I am today. My biggest thing that I do in any organization that I go to is that tomorrow I'll be gone. What's going to happen when I'm gone? So it is very, very crucial to ensure that we empower the people that we are leading so that tomorrow they will be coming and take over the positions that we have so that can also grow. So empowerment doesn't mean 
that this person is going to take your chair tomorrow. And even if they do, but you have prepared them for the challenge when you're gone. It could be death. It could be, it could be a lateral move. But at the end of the day, empowerment does not stop you being who you are as a leader in, an, in any organization. Mm-hmm. You're right. I mean, uh, empowerment is uh, critical in our organization. But how is empowerment being done today? Rendering its effectiveness. Uh, how can we do it better? We do it better by... Knowing your responsibility as a leader, sitting on that chair doesn't mean that you are able to do everything. You have two eyes and two hands, but then you have people under you who are looking up to you. You know, we have this saying, I want to become like Miss Lydia, but then at the end of the day, how do they become like you if you don't spend time to train them, if you don't have spent time to mentor them, if you don't spend time to coach them, if you don't spend time to understand their areas of strength and their areas of weakness? It's not about performance appraisal. A performance appraisal will come later. But if you work with these people, how do you prepare them for their tomorrow? And so when you look at, when you talk about empowerment, there is a lot of misconception between delegation and empowerment. A lot of people tend to confuse or tend to mix up between delegation and empowerment. And so when you talk about delegation empowerment, give us some enlightenment about the two differences. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to give you a simple example about myself. I work with different uh, managers or directors that were above me or, you know, CEOs. But at the end of the day, they would give you a task to do. So I'm, I, they delegate it to you, finalize this, this is a project, finalize it, and then get back to us. But when you empower someone, this someone goes above and beyond. They don't wait to be told they will come back and inform you but they are allowed they've allowed themselves to fly you've allowed this person to have the wings to fly and to be able to bring forth the state of the department the state of the organization so this person is you could look at it in two ways as an introvert and an extrovert Okay, in a simple way but when you delegate something you delegate they do it they're done they wait for another uh, task to come. Somebody who's been empowered that they've been told these are these are the areas you can go up to 99% and do it. Just come back and inform. Because then at the end of the day, mm-hmm. when I'm sick tomorrow, this mm-hmm. person is able to run the department, to run the organization, you know. But that's that's the most important thing. I can die tomorrow, but the organization has to go because the people under me have allowed them to do the things without coming back to me. They will inform me, but at the end of the day, I have given them the leverage to be able to excel in their position and in their capacity. And that is so important just now uh, because for building sustainable business, um, empowering more people to be able to uh, impact the business and grow the business to the next level, uh, we need to empower them as many as we can, as many leaders as we can. And leadership is not necessarily the... uh, positional but it's something that we can we need to work on and, and and create that but what about the mindset and attitude of creating that empowerment in organizations in communities in uh, governments for instance in and every aspect in life as a parent how do we create that attitude and mindset of empowerment and succession planning it's very easy versus allowing your employees to be who they are, allowing the employees to be able to share, allowing the employees to be able to try, allowing the employees to fail and try again. I wouldn't be where I am today 
if I did not allow my employees to become who they are. We meet with our employees when there is a performance appraisal. We meet with our employees when they've done something wrong. We meet with our employees when there is something that is happening in the organization, but we don't meet with our employees when for a cup of coffee or a cup of tea, or just to sit and talk to them and listen and to be able to hear the insight. You know, this is missing in many organizations. Someone thinks highly of themselves because they are not at work and someone is calling them and they think they're important. No, you are not important. You are only important when you are not at work and your department, your organization, your ministry is running. Mm-hmm. Insightful. Yes. So it's about, you know, helping them to, uh, or help, helping yourself first to help them. Yes. I observe the way birds work. When yeah. the birds, the little hands come, come out. Yeah. The first day or maybe the second day or the third day, the mother, the mother will go in and fetch food. But eventually, the mother will go away maybe for one or two or three days. And these little hands will have to find a way to fend themselves. So why? Because they have been shown that you, you, you'll have to eat. But how do you eat? There'll be a time that I'll be gone, but you need to fend for yourself. And in organizations, it is the same. There has to be a system placed whereby you know I'm a minister of tourism, but under me, I have a team of people that if I don't make it or something happens to me, we don't have to look for someone else. We may look inside the ministry of tourism to find someone who can take over. Why? Because they are part and parcel of what has been going on. Mm-hmm. But when you bring someone from outside, they have to start all over again. Why do we have to recreate the wheel while the wheel is already running? So if you have a team of people in your organization and like you, Versi, you have noises, but I'm sure tomorrow when you get to your age 80, 89, 90, you'll sit back, but noises will continue. Why? Because you have people that you've worked with, you have developed them, you've empowered, you've allowed them to be able to do the things, the same training that you do today. But if you give me the same PowerPoint presentation, I'll be able to present it my way, not versus way. But at the end of the day, what was meant to be given out to the audience Mm -hmm. is being given. Yeah. So this is where we need to really work on. And that mindset to say, we need to create succession planning because tomorrow we can go and we can look yes. back and said, I yes. left a legacy. Yes. So what, what would be the three things that you would share with the audience today that they have to do in order to get this empowerment and succession planning going on or create that, that, that process? The first thing is allowing your employees to be who, who they are. They can never be you. And you can never be them. Allowing the employees to be who they are in the organization. Secondly, allow them to learn through making the mistakes that they make. Because through the mistakes, they'll be able to see the the situation in a total different way. Third, allow them to soar that they can fly without asking, can I fly? Those are the three things that will change the organization, they will change the mindset. They will change everything that you know tomorrow when I'm gone, tomorrow when I get old, tomorrow I could die in a car accident, but the organization that I put my time and my sweat and my blood 
will still continue. Why? Because you have already prepared the team. It's the same as in family setting. A mom dies, a father dies, but the children have been already prepared to take over, whether it's an organization, whether it's a company, whether it's a ministry, whatever it is. I have done that with my kids. They know where everything is. So when I go tomorrow, Awoga will not die. Awoga will continue. Lydia Phoebe Consultancy will not die. We will continue because why? Because I've empowered them to challenge me on how they would have done it differently through the ministry and through the consultancy company that I have. Brilliant. So the first point we are talking about is allow your people to be who they are. Number two, allow them to make the mistakes because they'll learn from the mistakes. And number three is allow them to soar because when they do and they can fly, they will make you happy. They will deliver what you were expecting to deliver beyond your life. Those are the three points. Lydia Asante Sana, that was really insightful. And I hope... uh, it will be great, uh, great impact to our leaders and in any form, uh, whether being positional or in the, uh, in the, in the level of uh, influencing others and inspiring others as well. Uh, Lydia, before we close, we have three rituals. Yes. Right. The first one is we ask our guests to leave a question for the next guest. So our last guest, Dr. Hudson, Michael Hudson, a professor at Aspire, uh, put a question for you. And the question is, What question would you ask a teenager to help them start thinking about what they could do as a leader in their lifetime? Wonderful. You made me smile. The question is uh, that I ask my children all the time. I said, if I, if you were left in the bush and your phone is dead and you don't have the location to get where you are, it's getting late and it's at night. What are you going to do? What would you do in that forest to survive until sunrise to be able to find yourself where you're supposed to be? Wow, that's a brilliant question because there's huge insights and a lot of answers to that question. Thank you for answering that question. I'm sure Dr. Michael uh, Hudson would be happy to hear that question answered. The second one is you can leave a question for the next guest. So what's your question for the next guest? My question for the next guest is what challenges they faced before they became who they are today? What challenge did they face to become who they are today? Yes. That's another challenging question for people to answer. Thank you so much with that question as well. And finally, you get 30 seconds to say anything to the world that is going to listen to this podcast about anything, philosophy, or anything that you want to say to them. You have 30 seconds. It starts now. We are all brought to this place I call planet Earth to fulfill the purpose that God has brought us to fulfill in this place. So remember one thing, you're not in competition with anyone, but you're competing with the things that God has brought you here to do. And through that competition, people will see the purpose that has been instilled in you for them to be able to see the purpose that they have to fulfill. So there is no copy and paste, but everything we do, there is originality. So be original, never a copy. Be original and never a copy. This was Lydia Django all the way from the USA. Karibu sana and until next time, merci beaucoup. 
You've been listening to Engage, Relate, Perform, hosted by me, Mutraz Abirsi. Make sure you've subscribed to this show so you don't miss a single episode. And be sure to visit mutazaversi.com forward slash board to download all the resources, show notes, and all the freebies mentioned in this episode, including your copy of my highly effective ebook, Engage, Relate, Perform, 90 Days to Conscious Leadership and Performance Culture, plus extras just for subscribe. Once again, go to mutazaversi.com forward slash board and get everything you need. And we'll be back next week for more Engage, Relate, Perform.